At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Restaurant at the End of the Universe, Chapter 27. I trust... You had a pleasant meal, said Zephyrop to Zephyrpod, intruding as he rematerialized on the bridge of the starship, Hologol lay panting on the floor. Zephyrpod opened some eyes and glowed at him. You, he spat, he staggered his feet and stumped off to find a chair to slump into. He found one and slumped into it. I programmed a computer with the improbability called an Permit to your journey, said Warp. You will arrive there very shortly. Meanwhile, why don't you relax and prepare yourself for the meeting? Zephyrwood said nothing. He put up again, got up again, and marched over to a small cabinet which he pulled a bottled old drink spirit. He took a long pull at it. When this is all done, said Zephyrwood savagely, it's done all right. I'm free to go and do what the hell I like, line beaches and stuff. Depends what transpires from the meeting, said Silverpod. Silverpod, who is this man, said Trillium, wobbling on her feet. What's he doing here? Why is he on our ship? He's a very stupid man, said Silverpod, who wants to meet the man who rules the universe. Ah, said Trillium, taking the bottle from Silverpod and helping herself. A social climber. Chapter 28 The major problem, one of the major problems, for there are several, one of the many major problems of governing people is that whom you get to do it, or rather who manages to get the people to let them do it to to them. So summarise is well known fact that those people who might want to rule people are, it's a factor, those less suited to do it. To summarise the summary, anyone who's capable of getting themselves made president should on no account be allowed to do the job. To summarise the summary of the summary, people are a problem. 
So this is the situation we find. So it's in the galactic presidents who so much enjoy the fun and palaver being in power, they very rarely notice that they are not. Somewhere in the shadows behind them, who? And somewhere in the shadows behind them, who? Who can possibly rule if no one wants to do it? Can be allowed to. Chapter 29 A small school planet somewhere in the middle of nowhere, in particular nowhere, that is, that could be found since it's protected on a vast field from probability to which only six men in this galaxy have a key. It was raining. It bucking down had been for hours. It beat the top of the sea into mist. It pounded on the trees. It churned and sloped a stretch of shrubbery land near the sea into a mud bath. Rain pelted and danced in corrugated iron roof of a small shack that stood in the middle of this patch of shrubbery land. Obliterated the small rough pathway that led from the shack down to the seashore and smashed apart the neat piles of interesting shells which had been placed there. The noise of the rain on the roof of the shack was deafening within, but went largely unnoticed by its occupant, whose attention was otherwise engaged. He was a tall, shambling man with rough, straw-like hair was damp from this leaky roof. He closed his shabby, his back was hunched, his eyes, though open, seemed closed. In his shack was an old, beaten arm, uh, armchair, a wild, scratched table, an old mattress, some cushions, and a stove that was small but warm. Also an odd and slightly weather-beaten cat was currently in the focus of the man's attention. He bent his shambling form over it. Pussy, 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 he said. Chuka, chuka, choo, pussy went. Once his fish, nice piece of fish, fishy, push, pussy won it. The cat seemed undecided on the matter. He pulled rather con- condescendently a piece of fish. The man was holding out, and then got distracted by a piece of dust on the floor. Pussy did not eat his fish. Pussy get thin and waste away, I think, said the man. Doubt crept into his voice. I imagine that this is what will happen, he said. How can I tell? You profited the fish again. He offered the fish again. Pussy think, he said. Cat eat fish or not eat fish. I think it's better. I get, don't get involved, he sighed. I think fish is nice, but I think that rain is wet. So who am I to judge? He left the fish on the floor for the cat and retired to his seat. Oh, it seemed to see you. I seem to see you eating it. He said at last. As the cat exhausted its attainment possibilities of speck of dust and passed onto the fish. I like it when you, I see you eat fish, said the man, because my mind you waste away if you don't. Because in my mind you waste away if you don't. You picked up from the table a piece of paper, a stub of a pencil. We went one, had one in one hand and the other in the other, experimented with different ways of bringing them together. He tried holding the pencil under the paper, then over the paper, then next to the paper. He tried wrapping the pencil round the pencil. He tried rubbing the stubby end of the pencil against the paper. Then he tried rubbing the sharp end of the pencil against the paper. It made a mark. He was delighted with the discovery. As he was every day, he picked up another piece of paper on the table. This had a crossword on it. He studied it briefly and filled in a couple of clues for losing interest. He tried sitting up 
on one of his hands, retrieved by the feel of the bones on his hips. Fish come from far away, he said. Oh, so I'm told. So I imagine I'm told. When the men come, or when my mind, the men come in their six black shiny ships, do they come in my your mind too? What do you see, pussy? He looked at the cat, which is often concerned with getting the fish down as rapidly as possible. What then it was with his speculations? And when I heard his, their question, do you hear questions? What do you, their voices mean to you? Perhaps you think of singing songs to you. He reflected on this and saw the floor in his superstitious position. Perhaps they are singing songs to you, he said. I just think you're not, you're, they're asking me questions. He paused again. Sometimes he paused for days just to see what it was like. Do you think they came, they'll come today? He said. I do. There's mud on the floor, cigarettes and whiskey on the table, fish on the plate for you, a memory of them in my mind. Hardly conclusive evidence, I know. But all the evidence is circumstantial. And look, what else? They left me. He reached over the table and pulled together, pulled some things over off it, crosswords, dictionaries and calculator. He played with the calculator for an hour while the cat went to sleep and the rain outside continued to pour. Eventually he put the cat calculator aside. I think I might be right in thinking they ask questions, he said. To come all the way and leave this, leave all these things just for the privilege of singing songs to you would be very strange behaviour, or so it seems to me. Who can I, who can tell? Who can tell? But I tell you, he picked up the cigarette and lit it with a spill from the stove. He inhaled deeply and sat back. I think I've said another ship in the sky. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Today, he said at last, big white one. I've never seen a big white one. Just six black ones. And then six green ones. The others who say they come from far away, never a big white one. Perhaps six small black ones can... Looked like one big white one at certain times. Perhaps I'd like a glass of whiskey. Yes, that seems more likely. He stood up and found a glass of lying on the floor his mat- by his mattress. Poured in measure from his whiskey bottle. He said again. Perhaps some other people will come in to see me, he said. hundred yards away, prodded by the torrential rain, lay the heart of gold. Hatchway opened, three figures emerged, huddling into themselves to keep the rain off their faces. In there... Said Trillian, over the noise of the rain. Yes, it's a bop. That's Shaq. Yes. We said Zuberbop. But it's in the middle of nowhere, said Trillian. You must have come to the wrong place. You can't rule the universe from a shack. I hurried through the pouring rain and ride, wet through the door. He knocked, they shivered, the door opened. Hello, said the man. Oh, excuse me, said Zuberbop. I have a reason to believe. Do you rule the universe, said Zuberbop? Man smiled at him. I try not to, he went, he said. Are you wet? Zuberbod looked at him in astonishment, astonishment. Wet, he cried. Does it look like, like as if I'm wet? 
That's how he looks to me, said the man. But how you feel about it might be altogether a different matter. You find what makes you dry, you better come in. They went in. They looked around the tiny shack, Zuberfod, with a classic distaste, with a slight distaste, Zuberfod, with interest, Zuberfod, with delight. Hi, uh, said Zuberfod. What's your name? man looked at them doubtfully. I don't know. Why? Do you think I should have one? It seems very odd to have a bundle of vague sensory perceptions of name. You went trillion to sit in a chair. He sat on the edge of the chair. Zuberfod leaned stuffily. Against the table, Zuberfod lay on the mattress. Woo-hee, said Zuberfod. The seat of power. He tickled the cat. Listen, said Zuberfod. Well, I must ask you some questions. All right, said the man kindly. You can sing to my cat if you like. Would you like that, said Zuberfod. You better ask him, said the man. Does he talk, said Zuberfod. I have no memory of him talking, said the man. But I'm very unreliable. Zuberfod pulled some notes out of pocket. Now he said, you do rule the universe, do, do you? How can I tell, said the man. Zuberfod tickled, ticked off a note in, on his paper. On the paper. How long have you been doing this? Ah, said the man. This is a question about a past, is it? Zuberfod looked at him in puzzlement. It wasn't exactly what you'd been expecting. Yes, he said. How can I tell, said the man, that a past is a, isn't a fraction designed to account this discrepancy between my intimate physical sensations and my state of mind. Zuberfod stared at him. The steam began to rise from his sudden clothes. So you answer all, all questions like this, he said. The man answered quickly. I say what concerns me to say. When I think about how people say things, maybe I cannot say. Zuberfod laughed happily. I drink to that, he said. I pulled out a bottle of Janet's spirit. He leaped up and handed the bottle to the ruler of the universe. He took it with pleasure. Good to have a great ruler. He said, try this, if you like. Tell it. He said, tell, tell it like, like, it, like it is. No, listen to me, says Zephyr People come to you, do they? In ships, I think so, said the man. He handed over the bottle to Trillion. And you, they ask you, says Everpod, make a decision for them. And about people's lives, about worlds, about economics, about wars, about everything going on there in the universe. Out there? Said the man, out where? Out there, says Everpod, pointing at the door. How can you tell there's anything out there, said the man politely. Door is closed. Rain continued to pound the roof. Instead of shack, it was warm. But you know, you're, there's a whole universe out there, said Zephyrpop. You can't dodge your responsibility for something they don't exist. Will the universe fought for a long while, as Zephyrpop quivered with anger. You're very sure of your facts, he said, at last. I shouldn't, couldn't trust the thinking of a man who takes universe who is one for granted. Zephyrpop still quivered, but was silent. I am only inside my universe, continued the man quietly. My universe is my eyes, my ears. Anything else is hearsay. But don't you believe in anything? The man shrugged and picked up his cat. I don't understand what you mean, he said. You don't understand what you, what you, that you decide in this shack of yours, thanks to lies and fates of millions of people. This is all monstrously wrong. I don't know. I've never met all these people you speak of. And neither, I suspect, have you. 
The only existing words we hear is folly to say you know what's happening to other people. Only they know if they exist. They are their own universes. They they have their own universes of their eyes and ears. Trini said, I think I'm just popping outside for a moment. She left and walked into the rain. Do you believe other people exist? Said Zippercock. What? I know opinion. How can I say? I'd better see what's up with Trini, said Zippercock. Zipped out. Outside, he said to her, I think you've heard some pretty good hands. Yeah. Very good, said Trillian. It looked off into the rain inside. Zippercock continued. But don't you understand that people live or die on your word? The rolling universe waited for, a long, for as long as he could. When he heard the faint sound of the ship's engine starting, he spoke to cover it. It's nothing to do with me, he said. I'm not involved with people. The Lord knows I'm not a cool man. Ah, said about Zipperpub. You say the Lord, you believe in something. My cat, said the man benignly, picking up. Up and shocking it. I call him the Lord. I'm kind to him. All right, says Zippod, pressing home his point. How do you know he's this? How do you know he knows you to be kind or enjoys what he thinks of his as your kindness? I don't, said the man with a smile. Our idea is many pleases me to behave a certain way to what appears to be a cat. Do you behave any differently? Please, I think I'm tired. Zippod heaved a thoroughly disaffected. Said if I sigh and looked about. Where are the other two? He said suddenly. The other two? Said the ruler of the universe, sitting leaning back, chairy, filling his wine whiskey glass. Be the box and the girl. The two that were here. They're here. I remember no one. A fact is past. A fact is fiction to. Past is, is a fiction to account for. Stuff it, shouted. Step, see for what. Ran then out in the rain. No ship, the rain, the rain continued to churn the mud. No sun is shown where the ship had been. You hurried into the rain. You turned and ran back to the shack and found it locked. The ruling universe lightly, those lightly in his chair. For a while he played with his pencil and paper again. He lighted when he discovered how to make a mark with one of the, on one or the other. <coughs> Various voice noises continued outside. He couldn't, didn't know whether they were not real or not. He then talked to his table for a week to see how it would react. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.